Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another Monday Morning Art Talk. I'm Steven Silver, character designer and teacher, dedicated to helping you learn about the art industry and living up to your potential. Whippee! Right, so today I had plans to talk about a whole other topic, but um, I got a little infuriated today, and I usually don't. Sometimes you guys have seen my rants, but um, I got infuriated, and just by reading it, it just fuels the fire and makes me realize how important change is. And what I want to talk today about is um, the animation industry the animation, um, the union, what we have to do as a union, that we have that, thank God, thank thank the universe, thank everyone that we even have, the local 839 union, and I encourage you guys who aren't following, and for all you guys, all you students that are coming up, all you guys that are working professional that watch this, to join the Facebook group, the Animation Guild Local 839. Why? Because on this site, you can start to get informed. And that's what we need to do in order to keep getting stronger is just to inform each other and know, and this is what's missing, is that people, and it's a lot of the younger people coming in, why they're getting so used and taken advantage and abused is because they're uninformed on the realities of what we're trying to do or what needs to be done. I am so thankful and grateful that we have a union, unlike some of the other industries who are fighting and deserve it and need it. The gaming industry is calling, crying out. But when we have a union, what does it mean? We can't just let it be idle. It can't just be this separate thing. It has to be something worth fighting for, worth pursuing. And it's not even about fighting. I don't even like the word fight. We don't want to fight. You know, it's like what we want to do is have conversation. What we want to do is just bring some reasonable thought and just reasonable conversation to the table to make people go, you know what, maybe things do need to change. And that's where we need to do because on, honestly, we want to be celebrating. We don't want to be resisting. We don't want to be refighting. We don't want to just do all this in anger, as angry as I'm getting right now, right? So I'm almost just like, but I, I feel like it's passion. Right, but we gotta disturb between the passion and just fighting to where fighting will get us nowhere. And what's just like, um, what, what I love about the union, what you guys who aren't familiar with the union, let me just kind of tell you about what I love about the, the union. There's things that, yeah, through the years, people go, the union needs to do more, the union needs to do more, and there are things we need to do. Absolutely. What I've appreciated about the union is as a union artist coming into the union when I was 26 years old, you're paying your dues, but what was the real benefit was the health benefits you get. I mean, you can't match it anywhere else. What the union provides with the health benefits, it will help you in situations where if you're getting, um, if people are truly being outrageous on a production that you can bring it up to the table and try to get our rates up. So it has brought it, the, the rates became a thing like without a union, you're screwed. Try going to a non-union studio, right? Where you're going to get paid. Hey, you got no protection. You got no rights where the union has always tried to set up that minimum. 
The problem that we face now in this union and with the studios is that the, the main factor is description. And I've been a witness to this. I've faced it. I've dealt with it. And what we're going through right now, what number one, I'm just going to talk about this today because what we need to fix more than anything is What's happening is the younger student, the younger people, or even professionals, they have no option now. They're going in, and especially with the board artists, the editors, people just getting screwed left and right on the minimums. And I was reading today, you know, just like $1,700 a week. And some of you guys in some countries may be going, wow, $1,700 a week. Yeah, but the reality is when we're looking at what the studios are making in comparison, where's the win-win situation? Who's responsible for making these projects, for making everything work? Where is the engine? How are you even going to get a car moving down the street without an engine? How can any of these studios survive without the engine? And we all know who the engine is. The engine that drives the studios, that drives these multi-million dollar productions, that drives the merchandise, that drives everything are the artists. And let us never, ever forget that it's the artists that are driving force. So why are we getting screwed all the time? Because people don't know. People getting into don't know their rights. They don't know what they should be earning. And again, I do feel sorry for a lot of the people working at studios that don't have any of this protection. But here we do. And so why can't we try to stand up for ourselves and say something that's rational and meaningful? And one of those elements is job descriptions. We have these descriptions, prop designer, character designer, storyboard artist, storyboard revisionist, timer, animated, go on and on and on. The Union Animation Guild, the local animation guild, 839, go to their website, check out the wages, look at the positions. The problem is that it's not classified. No one knows what does the job title really mean? So you go into a job now, and I've experienced this, and this is where it becomes a bunch of BS where it never used to be. And this is where the producers, and I'm not saying producers are bad and horrible and mean people, they're not. Everyone's sort of got to do their job and trying to do the best. They're being told what they need to do. They're trying to come under budget. They're doing what they need to do, but there's a certain line that needs to be drawn because I know, and I don't know if it's still true, so I'm not going to make claims of this, but maybe you guys do know. And I would love if you guys had an opinion on this and wrote something. But when producers were getting bonuses for coming under budget, you're getting a bonus. You're going into season two. You're going into season three. And you're cutting the budget when the program is getting more and more eyeballs and value to the consumer. The consumer is going, I love this show. Oh, my God. I'm going to subscribe to this to this network now. Because I love that show. What are they paying for? They're paying for the engine. They're paying for the artist's work. And what's happening is that there's more merchandise now being created. But who's getting screwed because of that as it gets popular? Why would a budget drop as a show gets bigger and more popular? It makes absolutely no sense. And the fact that a producer... Again, I'm not, I'm not doing this to make, to, to point out any sort of mayhem and madness and, and point to anyone specific. But in general, why would you be rewarded for coming under budget and knowing that you're intentionally screwing someone else's lifestyle?
and screwing someone else's lifestyle because you're being told that you should work on the weekends and you should work overtime, but we're not going to pay you. You got to be a team member. You got to be a team player. If you're not doing that, you're not part of the team. And people are walking into these environments and being told, like I, I went into a job uh, situation where, hey, we, and this was at DreamWorks, and we need you to do character design and we need you got to do prop design for this low amount of money. What the F is that? That is not okay. And any of you guys are walking into this and being told as a character designer that you got to do prop designs too, that is a prop designer's position. You know what you're doing? You're putting prop designers out of work. And these prop designers aren't going to have work. And now I hear about these visual development positions where the visual development position just, well, that encompasses that you're going to do some color and character and props and still this low amount of money. And if this stuff doesn't change, so how do we change it? Where do we start again? It's not the fight. It's just, I'm just so passionate about this because it's upsetting to me because we are planting the seed. And if this seed just keeps getting watered on and people keep just like drinking this stuff, it's going to screw it for everyone in the future. So as the younger professionals start this, you guys need to know your rights. And that's why you need to be a part of the union. You need to have a voice in the union. You need to say something. You got to speak up about this and not be so concerned. But I'm so grateful. It's so wonderful just to get this job. Trust me, when you start putting in all this time in the industry, and you start to see your abuse that you're getting of working all this overtime and be, all these expectations of you, you're going to start to realize, oh my God, what did I do? What have I been a part of? And do you want to be a part of that, of what this is going to grow into if it doesn't change? So where do we change, in my opinion? Where do we start the change? And starting the change is, it's not about trying to get studios right off the bat to start bumping everything up. Hey, we want the big pay rate. The studios are going to keep resisting, keep resisting, keep fighting because they're all trying to save the money as they're making more money. Where we can start is we have to have job classifications. We it has to be stated. It has to be written in writing. You are a character designer. What is your responsibility? Your job as a character designer is to go through the script to understand what the characters need to be drawn, the, the new designs, and you're responsible for creating the new designs, that part of that development. Your responsibility for showing that to the director and getting approval. Your responsibility as a character designer is to take this character design now and refine it. Your responsibility, if that's part of on the show, and as ever since I've been in the animation industry, I've had to do my own cleanup. Except when I was went to Nickelodeon on Danny Phantom um, and Fairly Odd Parents, where they had a cleanup department, which was amazing. Those guys were amazing, and what a world of just pressure it took off when we had to do so many designs for them to have that department, and for Nickelodeon to even provide that department was amazing and a beautiful thing. So why can't we have the cleanup department like they had in? Feature animation, same thing, they're doing cleanup on things and stop eliminating all these jobs because you're trying to save the money where and just screwing the artists left and right and it's going to be the new norm. So at what point does this change? So job classification, not that you're a character designer and you're responsible for props now. So my responsibility is to come up with designs, do those designs, clean up those designs and do special poses 
All of a sudden, I'm going to get the storyboard back to where not that it's the responsibility of the storyboard artist to design brand new characters. That should not be their job. Even if the storyboard artist is going to go in there and draw just a little lollipop head and say that this is um, uh, a miscellaneous character that hasn't been designed yet. They can, it's not their responsibility to come up with the whole thing. It's just they can draw that little thumbnail sketch, whatever they need to do just for composition that comes back to the character designer where now his responsibility is now to do, oh, it looks like I need to do a turnaround. You get that. We need a back view of this guy. We need a side view of this guy. We don't know what the underneath of this guy's hat looks like. Can you show us that? Or, or his foot as the character lifted his foot. Those are the special poses. That should be it. The character designer's responsibility. And go with the prop designer, the prop designer, the background layout artist to provide the initial shots, but not leave it up to the storyboard artist to give them even more work on that and really define these positions so that people know, because this is where people are going in with no knowledge. And especially the younger guys. I was hearing on a production that the character designers are not only doing character design, but they're doing prop design, and sometimes they have to do color. This is crazy. And you should not be doing that. Stop going to these studios and just accepting what they do. And you know what happened when I went to the studio when I was doing some work for, for DreamWorks? I went there and they wanted me to do these certain things and I told them, I don't do prop design. That's not under my position and that's quite frankly a different position. You know what they said? Oh, okay. You know what, you know, and, and when they told me what they were going to pay me and I said, well, you know, my, my preferred rate is this and they said, and, they, and we compromised and it bumped up and they said, okay. So the thing that people are walking into these situations and because you're so afraid to speak up, you have to speak up and you have to say something because these producers know they are doing the wrong thing. And that's where the discussion needs to happen and this is where it needs to start. I am quite honestly, I'm going to run for a position in our union. That's what I'm going to do because I know where I, can, I can't just sit here and rant on my a YouTube channel. I don't know where this is going to be seen or heard. I hope that people spread it and do what they can do and share it to the schools and everywhere else. But I'm going to be running for a position. I don't know what yet, but I am tired. I am not going to sit on the sidelines. I am going to take be, be active in this and try to do my best. And where can I be most productive? I would love to meet with the people on the ground, but we need to speak up and say something and it keeps getting buried and buried in the union we can only do so much that the Facebook group for the union can only do so much there's only so many eyeballs and people can rant and rave and say what they want but who's really seeing it are the producers watching that are, are, are the studios paying attention to that do they care I don't know. I quite honestly don't think so. But we gotta do something now. And all you guys who are my age, who have been in the industry, you know what you gotta do. You know you're part of this that we gotta speak up. In all honesty, we can't keep going forever. We have families. We know that we don't want to be missing out our weekends and going on, you know, and, 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 and working late and not seeing the family and not putting your own kids to bed yet. Some of these, these studio heads or other people, it's okay for them to go on their holidays. Okay for them to leave at a decent time and a decent hour, but they want you to keep staying and you're not being paid for that. 
Let's start classifying things. If it's a storyboard artist and you want it and, and there's an expectation, your expectation should not be to do editing. That's a different union. Your expectation should not be to do an animatic and put all this stuff together, even though these programs are being set up and built so that, oh, look, that storyboard pro, you can do everything. So that's your responsibility. Why is that the responsibility now of the storyboard artist to have to do all this and work even longer and harder? If that's in the job description, storyboard artist, but you have an option and say that this storyboard position, this specific one, and it means that you're going to have to do put together the animatic and put together the timing and all this. Well, that's an extra position and you're going to be compensated for that and give you the choice to say, do I want to? do this. Is this something? Well, I don't have a family right now. I can work till midnight. I can work on the weekends. So you know what? I'm going to take on this extra position and you can do that extra position if that's what it requires. But it needs to be written. It needs to be stated. How can we have laws and rules and everything if it's not written? What's the law? Well, it's not written. We, we don't have to tell them. They're never going to find out. Quite frankly, they're not educated enough. Quite frankly, these artists are a bun they're a dime a dozen, and quite honestly, they're a bunch of idiots. They're a bunch of idiots that don't even know their rights. They're a bunch of idiots who aren't going to speak up for themselves. They're too afraid. They, we'll get someone else. We'll replace them. And that's the mentality, and that's why the abuse keeps happening and that's why I encourage you to follow and start reading about the gripes that animation people in the animation studios have you have to speak up you gotta say something from the get-go just walk in we are the machine we are the engine that fuels this industry they are nothing without any of us, and you have to remember that no one is anything without the artist. As much as they'd like to sort of just pretend that, well, you just got to do something you love. You, This is what you love to do. I don't know who said it, but they said there's two types of artists in this animation industry, those trying to get in and those trying to get out. Why are those trying to get out? Because they know what's going on. And the ones who are just coming in, dying just to get in and just, well, I just want to be able to say that I work for this company, X company, bragging rights. Who cares if you're getting screwed? Who cares? And that's what you got to remember. Who cares? It doesn't matter. You got to do this. You got to, you, you know, you guys who are really going through the trenches right now, you guys who are really suffering through this, and I know you're out there, I get emails from people all the time. You can just read about it even on the union site. Know what is going on. Become informed. Everyone today, join the Animation Union Guild group on the, the Facebook. Just join. Get the subscription. Just boom and let people know that, you know, we're not just, we, we can't even, unfortunate thing in the Animation Guild, we can't even strike, which is unfortunate. Whether Where the writers can strike, they can keep getting their rights. The voice actors, all these other people can keep getting benefits. The, the voice actors who will keep getting residuals. If you, if you write a song, if you're a showrunner and you create a song, that's not by mistake. That's just like because I'm going to be getting as a showrunner some extra residual because every time that show runs and airs, I get a paycheck. What about all the storyboard artists? What about all the character designers, prop designers, color stylists, everyone? You name it, the designers. We have to classify these positions. And that's 
beginning number one. Let's get that started. Let's start classifying what a position entails, and then let's not make it so, oh, well, let's, okay, you want to play that game? Then, okay, all of a sudden, the character designer now is responsible for, for props and, and color and doing these other things. That's where they're going to try to get it to, but that is not, not what it needs to be. There is enough money in this industry. There is enough money where it needs to be a win-win situation. You studios make this a win-win situation. Why wouldn't you want everyone to be happy? You know that having a happy, healthy household or a good running car is always going to give you satisfaction and give you that sort of um, fulfillment. I am not going to get in a car where I know that this car at any moment is going to where it could possibly get this spark plug in, 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 in the fuel tank. That it's very angry at me. But I'm going to see where I can go. I'm going to, you want to push that limit or do you want to be surrounded by people who are, who are loving their jobs? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want a company running be and everyone happy? And you can, well, you know, you know, oh, just one. It's not, it's not about sunshine and rainbows. It's not about that. It's about win-win situation because I guarantee you studios, you guys make the studios more efficient. You're giving people, making the people happy. And it means meeting with them and hearing their voices and standing there and hearing what they have to say. I guarantee you, you're going to be getting that, that work done. You're going to be having it done with more efficiency. You're going to have it done in more of a, just a more happy area where people are going to be more fulfilled and you don't have to squeeze everything so much. This does not have to be on the air tomorrow. Why, why do you do this to yourselves? Why do you force yourself to wear this making everyone work so hard because, oh my God, this has got to air, you know, by, by this date. People can wait for crying out loud. It's all about timing. People can wait. But we gotta start the change. We gotta start speaking up. We have to build the awareness. You gotta know what's going on. The union can only do so much. And they have always stated, if you're not speaking up, if you're not saying something, how is anything gonna change? It's not. And so the union can only do so much. So it's not about complaining or bitching or moaning about the union. It's like, thank God we have a union. Now let's just organize. Let's just really speak up. Let's stop putting this stuff off to the side and bearing it. And let's call out the people who are doing the stuff that they know they're doing wrong. And they know they're doing wrong. And then it gets into this whole new media thing aspect, which I'm not even going to get into right now. You guys, I'm telling you, we have to do something now. We are plant, we have that seed has been planted. And the unfortunate thing is that seed has that plant has broken through the ground in this root of a tree that we don't want. And every time everyone keeps contributing to this, this tree is getting bigger and bigger. We're not even going to be able to cut it down. It's going to be so big. So we have to make the change. We got to start. So you guys getting hired, going into these industries, know your rights, know your position. Don't fall for it. Just we, we, we got to speak up. We got to show up at these meetings. I, I feel like I, I've done a disservice. My disservice is that I have been part of the union, but I have not shown up to meetings. 
I don't go there. But part of it was I, there was a time where I didn't think things were changing and, and not enough was being said, but I realized that fault in myself. And I realized I can sit on, there's a quote that I remember when I was 13 years old that I put on my bathroom, on my, on my closet door. And it said, life is a party to which you have been invited. Are you going to sit on the sidelines or join in the dance? So I say to you that the animation industry, the union is an organization that has been created. Are we going to sit on the sidelines or are we going to join in this dance? Are we, do we want to have a beautiful thing just blossom from this? Yes, but it's up to us and the union can only do so much if people aren't speaking up and they, these, these people are coming in and they're taking these low wages. I mean, and, you know, it's unbelievable to me to hear of storyboard artists getting $1,700, $1,800 a week. And again, some of you guys in other parts of this world and countries and Canada and other places and not getting that that money are going, what the hell? Again, there's the cost of living in some of these different countries are going to be different, but we got to understand what is going on, what is being spent, what is being made. There needs to be this transparency because it's just getting going to get worse and worse. You are going to mark my words, mark my words. If we are going to walk into a studio, you are going to go for a studio job one day and they are going to tell you, it's $1,500 a week. Take it or leave it. Wow, man, I really want to work. I got to work. Wow, $1,500 a week. That's a lot more than Target's paying. That's a lot more than all these other. Yeah, you beat that. Oh my God, you get to be an artist. You get to make a life and living. But just know the contrast in contrast what's going on and how much work is involved and that you are a piece of the machine. That you are what makes this company work. And it's not that they can't afford it. It's not that we can't do it. It's just, let's just try to get to that win-win situation. That's all I'm saying. I'm not talking about a company who has built itself up from scratch and really made something and they got the platform and they put themselves out there. I mean, I so appreciate Warner Brothers, Disney, DreamWorks, Cartoon Network, all these companies, you name it, all these companies that started from nothing and started with an idea and created something and was in a position to be able to provide artists work and give artists more work. And I so appreciate you for doing that. But come on, guys, come on. You, you know, with the, uh, the, the wage fixing that went on a while ago. I mean, come on, guys. You know who you are. You know what you need to do. Why, 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 why? You, you know what the artists are responsible for, their imaginations. None of you guys in the higher echelon, the producers, the everyone else, there is no job without the boots on the ground. There is no job without the boots on the ground. When I go to the licensing expo and I see, I go into this world of licensing and you go, my God. Every single product, every single thing is drawn by the artist. And most of these people are walking around in their suits and ties and making their deals and this and that and all this stuff and don't realize the importance of what the artists bring to the table. All right. So, yeah, will it maybe mean that at the end of the day, shareholders, and this is the unfortunate thing, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we got to keep showing those profits, we got to keep maintaining, we got to keep maintaining, we got to keep producing, we got to keep everyone happy. Yes, you got to keep happy. And I believe in that. Again, I am not just belittling 
corporations or what you guys have done and built. I, I admire you for building up these businesses to give people the opportunity so that we don't have to be sitting on the streets or just trying to sell things. But this is where we're going to go. This is what's going to happen is through this sort of medium that we, we, we are building, we, we, our art has the value that we can start to showcase and sell our stuff independently and start doing that. We're seeing it more and more to where these studios, if they, you know, again, it could get to that point where look what's going on with the distribution. We don't know where the future is going to take us. Are we going to be dependent on a, a Netflix and a Hulu and an Amazon and an Apple and all this? Are they going to be the only sheriffs in town? I don't know. Again, we're doing what we love, but for crying out loud, don't let it get bad. Let's just start with the simple. Let's just start with some fairness. Let's just give a position. Do you think any other position, any other board member or anyone in any other profession goes into a job, you know what your tasks are. You're coming on as a vice president. You're coming on as a, uh, a cook. When I was working, doing uh, washing dishes at an Italian restaurant. My job was washing dishes at an Italian restaurant. My job was not to make the pizza. My job was not to host and get everyone seated. My job was washing dishes. When you're hired as a hostess at a restaurant, that is your job. When you're hired as a cook, that is your job. You know what your responsibilities are and that is all we are asking for. Is just to know what our responsibilities are, but not pile onto it at just this one low rate when we know that it, the studios can afford more. That's plain and simple. We're part of what makes the studio so great. Granted, you can say, does every employee in every single profession, in every single profession, from McDonald's to uh, 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 the, the the trash men? Do they, are they part of what makes uh, McDonald's who they are and makes the trash company who they are, the employees? Yeah. So what do you do? You make conditions better for them. You just got to make them happy. You got to give them what they deserve. You got to give them a living wage so that you're not just making a living wage, that you get to have your vacation, that you get to spend time with your family. Just make it fair for everyone in that sense. Again, I'm not asking to give everything in the kitchen sink to everyone. That's not what this is about. This is about simple, just awareness and fairness to, to, to the people that make you a brand. They are responsible on every single facet in every single company. I encourage you guys to watch uh, Undercover Boss. You ever watch that show Undercover Boss? Where the boss goes undercover in his own organization to see where the weakness is and what the trouble is? You think anyone's doing that in the animation industry? I mean, unfortunately, we know who all the bosses are. We know if they're trying to infiltrate and trying to know. But all they need to do is have real company meetings. And just really hear the voices and people not be afraid to stand up and speak up about what they're facing. And for that person in authority to say, I hear you. I know what it is that you're going through and we're going to try to do something to change. And an undercover boss, that's what they do. They infiltrate their own company to hear what are the problems going on and what do they do? They try to ratify it. They try to remedy it. They try to fix it. Let's do that in the animation industry. Come on, guys. Let's, again, let's join up. Just doesn't take, I want you to go to the Animation Guild, local 839, 
Facebook page right now, today, and just sign up and start following and start reading through the posts that you become aware of what, what is going on. And the more of us that become aware, the more of us have a voice and the more we can start to change. I am sweating right now because I am, I'm concerned. I'm concerned and I want change and I'm gonna try to be a part of the change. I hope the Animation Guild will have me because I wanna sign up for a position and I wanna have a voice and I wanna be able to speak up for every single artist that's out there. And that's maybe what I can do. That's part of my purpose in life is just to try to do something and make a change. And this is an organization that I feel can maybe make a change. Let's see what happens if they'll have me. All right, thanks for watching guys. Make it a great week and I'll talk to you next week. Take care. To subscribe to my mailing list and stay updated on future workshops and events, please go to my contact at silvertunes.com and simply hit join mailing list. Until the next time, make it a great week and thank you for listening.